All right, Ambush, and today we are rejoined by an incredible pop singer, a song, a writer who graced our presence about, oh, I'd say just over two years ago when we were talking about shooting for the stars. Now, now we're talking about a little bit of musical therapy because that is the EP she just released. It's entitled Therapy. And we are here today with my guest, Rhea May. How's it going today, Rhea? Good, good, good. Nice to see you again. Hey, oh, very wonderful. I mean, not in person, a little bit different. Always prefer in person, but hey. Same. Hey, technology has us covered, right? That's right. Yeah, we're lucky to be able to do this, but I do miss the in-person for sure. No, hopefully soon, right? Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. And of course, like I mentioned, you recently released a a new EP. So I just want to jump in right there, get it started with when exactly did therapy begin to take shape? Hmm. You know, right at the beginning of the pandemic, I was independent for the first time as opposed to being on a major label. And I, for the first time, could just release music. I was like, oh my God, I could just release. I had this song called For Your Love and I could just release it like without having to like ask for permission and wait for months for the right time. And so I released For Your Love and it did okay. I was pre- you know, prepared for the worst. I hadn't been independent for a long time. And uh, it got picked up on a major television show and a few things happened. And I was like, well, this isn't so bad. Maybe I'll release another one. And so this EP for me is sort of like songs I released independently on during the pandemic. And, and then I added a couple new ones with the release. So for me, it was just sort of like experimenting, trying to, you know, not go crazy at home being off the road. I tour a lot usually. And so for me to be home for this long of a stretch, you know, I I legitimately lost my mind like three or four times. And so there's a lot of songs I've written. I always do a test where if I still love it in 30 days, 60 days, then I'll release it because I tend to love songs I write for a few days. And then sometimes I hate them or I'm mortified by them. And so I, I didn't release any of the ones I'm mortified by. But yeah, it was it was a nice practice for me to just focus on on writing and less co-writing, you know, I was doing a lot of co-writes in Nashville and LA and things like that. And this was just, you know, a lot of it's me in my bedroom again. And it was interesting to say the least. (laughs) So just a mixture of being able to get off of the road and also just not being attached to any label sort of gave you time to reflect then. Yeah. I mean, for better and for worse, too much reflection time is not good for me. But it's also helpful. I feel like now, just with things feeling a bit more normal and shows coming in and getting to put you know, together an EP package like this into the world, I look back on the pandemic now and I, I feel like I've grown a lot and I've dealt with a lot of things. I titled it Therapy. It's after one of the songs called Therapy, but it's also like, I feel it was very therapeutic for me to go through hell and then come out of it during this pandemic. And 
yeah, I wasn't one of those people that just got a bunch done and was so productive. I, I really struggled my way through this, to be honest. <laughs> hey, well, and that's perfectly okay, right? Everybody takes their own way of doing things. And it's one thing that I kind of really love about this album, as you say, therapy, is it's sort of one thing that you notice is it takes a look at just various types of relationships, too. So it definitely sounds like maybe you say sometimes a little too much reflection time can be a little uh, difficult, but it definitely sounds like you did spend some time going through quite a few different various relationships here. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of... It's so funny, like sort of some of the songs are stemming from like my childhood and and sort of ways that I felt like I wasn't maybe taken care of in the right way and then it's so funny because those little feelings just translate of course into like romantic relationships and the problems you experience in those and within friendships and yeah there's a lot of digging even the track the single that we released called the old me I found that I, I moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia during the pandemic, which is where I'm from. And I realized that when I left Halifax for Toronto years ago, I was like running from my problems. And coming back in the pandemic, just the added like dealing with the memories of like the person that didn't love me back or the friend that makes me feel horrible about myself or just the people that you have in your life that you sometimes forget about until you see them, you know, at the grocery store and then all the bad feelings come back. And so, yeah, it was really just facing these, these bad feelings and, and trying to write catchy songs out of them. <laughs> well, you definitely did uh, maintain that uh, golden pop Rhea May style, that danceable energy through <laughs> quite a bit of this EP. So definitely still uh, keeping some positivity, even while dealing with negative energy. Was that something that you definitely were trying to uh, do there? Yeah, I think that's what I do in my everyday life too. I'm sort of the person that, I don't think anyone in my life would call me negative. I think if anything, they would say that I border on toxic positivity. <laughs> and even with myself, if I'm going through something, I tend to downplay it. Like I'll be really sad and I'll tell a friend about it and then I'll apologize you know, oh, sorry, I'm bringing you down, like, even if I'm not. And so I feel like that's probably just my nature to be like, I need to talk about this sad thing, but let's make a joke about it. Or let's make it dancey. Just to not dwell in it. I, I've never been good at dwelling in things because I feel like I could fall down that well and never come back. Mm -hmm. So I like to keep it dancey. <laughs> mm, absolutely. Got to keep it. Got to keep it grooving. Keep it grooving. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned that you wrote a lot of this uh, album at home inside of your bedroom. What was the recording process like? Were you actually able to get inside of a actual studio or were you sending a lot of files back and forth? So thankfully, one of my producers lives in Halifax. Guy Corey LaRue, he's in a band called Neon Dreams. Hey. And I'm so thankful for him because him and I probably did 30 to 40 songs over the pandemic and a lot of them were just my weird bedroom ideas that maybe they won't see the light of day those songs that didn't make it past the three-month love mark the songs that didn't make it past that but there's a few songs that will will be on the next one that did and 
you know, I had to set up a little studio in my, in my room and get better at recording my vocals because I was too, I was one of the people that was really nervous about catching COVID. Like everyone had, some people didn't care. They were just annoyed. I was like really nervous. And I, there was a few times where I could have traveled to record vocals, but I just played it safe and, um, forced myself to get a bit better, which I think was a, a blessing just to, you know, it's good to know how to record yourself not rely on someone else so yeah but I also had Corey like and the thing is with a good engineer nowadays if you have a raggedy vocal from your room oftentimes they can make it sound like you know what you're doing (laughs) it's true it's uh thankfully once again technology it's uh at a point where it can save us a little bit there yes (laughs) as many headaches as it does cause at the same time yes that's right (laughs) All right. So you dove into your track, The Old Me, a little bit there Mm -hmm. and that feeling of returning home and otherwise. And you actually just recently released a music video for this track as well. And I must say, it is absolutely incredible (laughs) of a watch. Like halfway through this music video, when I finally caught something, I had to go all the way back to the beginning to be like, all right, we got to watch all of this over again, just to see what I missed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really proud of that one. It's, it's funny, like the we me and my band were invited to go to Dubai to play at the World Expo a couple months ago, or six weeks ago. And it was sort of in the same time period where we were going to shoot this video. And I really had it in my mind, A, for COVID safety, just not to be traveling around too much, and B, just to not, I'm just kind of sick of myself. I just didn't want to be in the video. So I, I asked the director, I was like, let's, let's come up with a concept where I don't have to be in it. And he had this brilliant concept of these two twins. And it's, you know, the dance that they're doing around Toronto is really representative of like trying to remove the old skin off you, like the old, you know, the parts of you that don't serve you anymore. And just, they kind of follow you around and every once in a while, you have to like punch them in the face and tell them to stop. And it's funny. So yeah, I I didn't want to be in it at all. And then he sort of convinced me right at the tail end of the Dubai trip to just make a little cameo, which I did. But I'm telling you, when you go from plus 30 Celsius to minus 15 in the winter, like I was a level of cold that you... And I was only in it for a second. These dancers were doing a 12-hour shift, but like it was cold. I can't like how, however good those dancers are and they are amazing. Like they were free like they had to keep warm like jumping like this so their muscles would unfreeze. But they they just pulled it off so well. I yeah, I'm I'm really happy with that video. I'm glad you like it. Hey, it's a good thing that the music's danceable if they had to keep dancing the entire yeah. time, right? Yeah, if that was a ballad, they'd be in the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, no, when I saw your interaction like near the end where you can actually see you singing, I was like, oh my God, is she the person at the train station? And that's why I had to go back because it was like, oh, what did I miss? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly well done. The dancers, amazing job there. And like you said, just sort of that duality, the trying to like move ahead while one part of you is trying to hold you back and... It's beautiful. If anyone hasn't seen it, definitely go out of your way to do so. Yeah, they did a great job. It's easier also to to tell people to go watch things that aren't me. So I'm like, they're so good. Go go check it out because they really are wonderful. 
put somebody else over. Oh, I can do that. I can do that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. So, of course, you mentioned that you got to go to Dubai there recently. And, of course, also after this past little while of doing live shows or streamed live shows and otherwise, in the past six months, not just Dubai, but you've also been able to return to the live show in general there in Nova Scotia, inside Toronto, I believe, and otherwise. So what has it been like to sort of do exactly that? Return to the live stage. It's been good. Like the first, yeah, we had this big, Nova Scotia had like a big reopening in November. We did shut down right after that, but we had a big reopening and our big um, arena, we, we filled it up. We had a massive show with classified and uh bria isabel and myself and jordan and a bunch of like you know atlantic canadian musicians and it was like the first time a lot of us had even been in a room that big it was like i don't know how many thousands of people it was but it was an arena and that was like strange like leading up to it realizing i don't remember some of the little parts of songs that we used to just at the end of 2019 i didn't think about song parts you just know the song so well that you're thinking about your next story you're gonna tell but i like we had to learn everything from scratch it felt like and to be up there it just it just knocked the window to me it was so incredible really will not be taking that for granted anymore it's it's so magical to be in a room with people it's you just can't zoom concerts really they're fun but they just don't replace that energy feeling oh that immediate response right where you know what everybody in the room pretty much feels is opposed to like all right let's take a moment to read this feed of comments yeah, exactly exactly yeah <laughs> do you even have time to read this line of comments right yeah or you forget what you're singing because you see a comment that you're trying to read yeah where yeah. were we exactly <laughs> Uh, that initial feedback, that immediate response, it's a beautiful thing. And of course, with uh, live shows, live entertainment, a lot of entertainers have uh, little tricks, little tips, little ways that they prepare for their show. So do you have any uh, pre-game rituals that you have? Hmm, mine are, I definitely have my rituals, but they're not, they're quite boring, but I'll tell you. I drink, I wake up on the morning of a show and I drink copious amounts of water. I just start drinking and I get the electrolytes going so I don't drown myself or whatever happens if you drink too much water. I have a very, I try to have minimal snacks all day, like not be hungry, not be full. And there's a lot of stretching and a lot of playing the show in my head. Now, when I'm on a tour, I can do that less and less, like by the fifth, sixth, seventh show. I can sort of just be in the shower and quickly go through the set. But when, leading, when I haven't played in months, I'm going through the whole show in my head. So I might be doing the dishes and I'm singing the first song, doing the laundry, doing the second song, and just getting in the headspace so that when you walk on stage, it's not like, ah, I'm on stage. It's like, oh, I've been here all day. I've been on this stage all day. And so that you don't feel that shock to the system where you might start shaking or your mouth gets dry. You just, I have to visualize it so that I'm there. And, and I do that with anything I'm nervous about, but I do that for sure with shows. Hey, you stay in the zone. Stay in the zone, tone zone. I love yeah. to hear it. I love <laughs> to hear it. So of course, 
I know that you just released a new EP, but we always have to ask, what does the uh, future hold for Rhea May? What is, it's hard to, of course, with, you never know what's going to happen, but what are the hopes for the beginning of 2022 here? The dreaded future convo. You know what? I have another little set of songs I'd like to release soon that I feel are of a different I feel like this one this EP really reminded me of the album the self-titled album I released and I have another little pocket of songs that remind me of the My Love EP which I am just love so I'd like to put that out I'm I'm moving my family to Australia for a few months starting in a couple weeks I know and I'm gonna try to write my next I want to do another full length because I've only done one proper full length and I don't think I even realized that and I want to challenge myself to do a full album before I retire forever. <laughs> but I, yeah, so we're, we're going to go to Australia. I have a little studio rented there. We're going to hang out by a pool for a bit. And we're going to keep our fingers crossed that the fall shows continue to keep coming in and we can do our tour that we so want to do. And that's about it. Other than that, just fingers crossed that COVID doesn't ruin our lives again. Yes, fingers crossed, absolutely. Because yeah, things are coming in right. Like uh, I even had a press thing cancel on me because someone had COVID, and I just forgot. Because we're all reopened here in Nova Scotia, but yeah, where are you? Are you? You're in Ontario, or you're in uh, BC. West? Yeah, you're in British BC. Columbia. Okay. Yeah, we've been doing. Uh, we just started doing full capacity events again. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, a little bit different, but it's exciting. But at the same time, it's sort of just like, I really hope that we get to continue doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> time is uh, a wonderful thing. Sometimes. I guess so. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And one thing that I would love to know is actually a question about time and your growth through time. This is my last question of the interview, Ria. Are you ready for it? I think so. All right, perfect. So, of course, we've talked about the crafting of this new EP therapy. The past two years, taking some time to sort of reflect, grow, and otherwise. And like I said, this next question is about growth. So, through this process, through this time, how has it helped you to grow as a person? Or what has it taught you about yourself? Hmm. You know, I think I spend a lot of time thinking about what what makes me happy and what I spent a lot of time even before that this pandemic stressing out about my career stressing out about the future just wondering what the next few years will look like and then remembering that when I started this I was like if I if this job ever makes me so stressed out that it's like ruining my day I can't do it like I this is a I'm doing this job because I didn't like the alternative and same for you like you're you're doing something that you're passionate about and like I had to have a good talk with myself about that like don't stress about the job that is your passion that you chose because it's supposed to make you happy not stressed I think I'm in a better I know I'm in a better place with all of that uh now this year and I think I just really I'm not going to take it for granted anymore and you know this could end 
anytime. There could be another pandemic. There could be another a reason why things stop touring. Gas prices could be so expensive that no one tours ever. So I just want to live in the. I want to live in the present a bit more and just. Yeah, I, I think I came a long way with all of that, but I I think I want to just continue that journey of doing things that bring me happiness and worrying less about the success of things, honestly. Hey, well, that sounds like a, a very good lesson to learn, and I'm glad that you did. And I thank you for not only sharing this lesson, but the story of this new EP therapy with us here today. Well, thanks so much. I loved talking to you last time, and this was great as well. <laughs> And push, you can go ahead and find a real maze new EP therapy right now on your favorite music source. You can also go ahead and check out the amazing music video that we discussed for the old me on Ria's YouTube. You best be going ahead and checking out Ria on your favorite social media as well so that you can stay up to date with upcoming concert dates and anything else that's going on in the amazing, incredible world of Rhea May. And I need to thank Rhea for once again joining us here on the DTV. It is always a pleasure to have her on the show, and I cannot wait for round three. I have to thank the amazing Amanda from over at Indoor Recess for setting up today's interview. I have to thank the audio wizard at ypeditor.com, German, for making everything sound so good today. And I need to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning on in to today's interview. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's easy as subscribing to the show. You can also help us grow by sharing this interview, giving us a five-star review, and by heading on over to our web store, www.deserttiger.shop where I may have left that 25% sale up for a few extra days. So if you were to head over there, you might say you might still be able to uh, capitalize on that spring cleaning sale. So you best hurry on over, see if you've missed out or not. Oh, ooh, ah, ooh. With that, it's time that we say our final bye-bye here today, but not before I tell you. Go out, find your roar. And then let it out into the world and let them know. And until next time, man. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.